This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, is separating from his wife, Sophie. Have you seen the picture? This is uh, clearly photoshopped, but it's Sophie holding hands with Pete Davidson, <laughs> saying uh, the two of them were spotted in Ottawa. Are we sure it's Photoshop? Because yeah, honestly, 100% he's a like he's the number one draft prospect. Prospect, I think, for any to swoop in. Yeah, for any celebrity to to get swooped in on, it's definitely Pete Davidson's got to be at the top of the list. Well, this is interesting. Sportsbook Review a website has posted odds for who Justin is going to date next. Interesting. <laughs> Halle Berry's play is paying plus four hundred. That's re- this, no way. There's no way. Well, might as well put a dollar on it just in case. <laughs> Make four grand. Share same plus four. Th- Share. Sorry, did I say four hundred or four thousand? Plus four thousand. Plus four thousand. Also for Charlize Theron, Angelina Jolie. Plus twenty five hundred for Elizabeth May. <laughs> The Green Party gal? The <laughs> leader of the Green Party. <laughs> Plus 2,500 there. That might be the least likely one. <laughs> but, like, I mean, Trudeau... Celine Dion, plus 900. That one kind of makes sense. I mean, because Trudeau is, uh, you know, he's good looking for a prime minister or a president, but I don't know if he's, like, Hollywood good looking. You know what I mean? For Halle Berry or Charlize Theron. Leading man good looking? Yeah. Christina Freeland is at plus 850. Uh, Kim Kardashian plus 450. Number one here on the list is Melanie Jolie. Jolly? She's the mm. foreign affairs minister, I think. Oh, affair? Yeah. Hmm. Some Maybe rumor, they're already in one. There was rumors swirling that, uh, yeah, whatever. It's They've been denied, but hmm. there were some rumors that uh, came up involving those two, so... That's it. Might be the smart money, but I always like a long shot. Uh, Madonna. Yep, I'm going with Madonna. I think it'd be funny <laughs> if he hooked up with a super conservative lady like Ann Coulter. Yeah, <laughs> opposites attract. That's, right? that's what I was saying. It would be good for the world if <laughs> if we got a far right and a far left power couple together to 100%. kind of bring things back to the middle. Like they say, you need the left wing and the right wing for a bird to fly. <laughs> and you know what they say about the dove? It's the bird of love. Is that what they say? No, it's peace. That's peace. It's true, yes. But that's what we... World we, peace. World peace. What's the love bird then? Love bird is uh, the peacock, obviously. Caca. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there you go. If you're putting some money down, uh, there's your odds for who Trudeau is going to date next. Uh, Jim, you did some jokes yesterday about Trudeau getting separated, mm-hmm. and you posted them. People were asking where they can find them. You can listen to us uh, uh, trying to break the record for most Trudeau separation jokes on the podcast, Taz and Jim podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. But if you want to read the jokes and share them, uh, we did post them on the, ta- the, the Taz and Jim Facebook page as well. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Let's talk amusement park rides you know the one like uh the himalaya <laughs> the himalaya where you sit in the little cart and it goes it just goes around in the circle and you got yeah at the fair at the fair or the cne it's 
basically, it's the day job for a strip club DJ. All right, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go faster? Oh, yeah. Is it the same guy who works at every single fair? Whoa, yeah. Who wants to go backwards? Whoa, yeah. Who wants to go faster backwards? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the ride, right? Of course, yeah. Well, in New York last week, the Music Express, which I've I've seen the picture, it's basically the Himalaya if you're familiar with that ride. Um, very common at carnivals. Uh, it started going backwards at full speed. The emergency shutoff didn't work, and there w- was. Three minutes where people were on the ride going full speed backwards. Probably felt like an eternity. No, no. (laughs) It usually lasts two to three minutes. Few reports say it was going backwards full speed over 10 minutes. And yes, one guy in the ride said it, quote, Jim, felt like an eternity. No doubt. (laughs) Kids were crying. Parents were upset. Luckily, nobody got hurt, but they may never go on that ride again. Am I crazy that you just can't unplug the system? You know, there's got to be an emergency shutoff or something. Well, the emergency shutoff didn't work. I'm picturing the guy trying to pull the lever and it breaks off in his hand, sparks start flying out of it, <laughs> yeah, goes faster, it's smoke coming up. out of the But machine. is there not a plug? Like, what power is it? That's, that's exactly how they shut it down. The, the park blamed it on an electrical malfunction. They shut down the ride by basically pulling the plug. Classic. Disconnecting the plow, the power. The maintenance guys saved the day. Huh. Because then you're never sure, though, if it would come to a slow stop or an abrupt halt, you know, just depending on how the system works. If it's yeah. like a chain guiding into a gear system or something like that, it could like immediately stop like hitting a brick wall. So I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, like the emergency stop on a train, right? Where the thing just... Everything locks up? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who wants to go home now? Oh, yeah. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Lizzo. Oh, boy. Yeah, Lizzo, the uh, the very talented musical artist, very popular musical artist, Lizzo, found herself in some hot water this week with some allegations being thrown her way from some backup dancers saying that she was abusive and demanding that she weight shamed them and put them in a very uh, uncomfortable situation in Amsterdam. Have you heard the details on this? That is... uh, This allegation? I mean, I don't even know what we could say. First off, Amsterdam. Let's start there. Amsterdam, Red Light District, they have live sex shows that go on there. And according to these dancers, Lizzo made them eat bananas out of, uh, out of a performer's sure something sure money maker <laughs> you know could you really force me to do that like i'm not i, I their allegations i don't know what's true or not it sounds awful and weird if it if it did go down the way they are claiming it does but could yeah. somebody really force you to do that i would not want to go to one of those shows with my employer <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably a good idea not to go with the boss to a live sex show. The live sex show, but I feel like a lot of people went to their with their boss to a strip club, though. Maybe. For sure. Were, were there bananas there? 
No, no, I'm not. I'm not eating the wings, bananas. No. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't yeah. even have to be. You, you near don't go the to. Stage. You don't go to those places for the food. Yes, never have, never will. Lizzo says, I'm not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I'm not the villain that people and the media have portrayed me at these past few days. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. She says she's, uh, it's been a gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing uh, time in her life. Sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. She, so I guess she's saying that these were some bad apples or bad bananas to begin with. And maybe they have a grudge against Lizzo, so they've, they've come up with these stories. We don't know. I guess the courts will decide because the attorneys for the dancers are saying that her denial is reprehensible. And, uh, yeah, I guess when, like, part of Lizzo's uh, allure is that she's a bigger woman who owns it and talks about body positivity and encourages everyone to be themselves. So if she's weight-shaming her dancers, it truly goes against what she's all about. Well, she does say that body positivity stuff, but she also does say, I am 100% that bee. So maybe she is, too. Maybe she's a bee. Yeah, I don't know. In her own words. Was she weight-shaming them? Because you've heard about this before. This is confusing. Like, dancers will gain a little weight on tour or whatever, and, and they'll be shamed because they need to be skinnier or it's in better shape. It's a tale as old as time. The ballet, you know? It's always been a thing when it comes to dancers. Their weight has always been scrutinized. Or are Lizzo... I haven't seen Lizzo's backup dancers. Is she upset because they're too skinny? Right? I, I don't know. Which way does it go? Is she if, like... If her, if her style is, I'm big, she wants to be the biggest one on stage. Be, oh, yeah. So you maybe she is mad that they're... They're getting too big because she wants... She's like, that's my thing. You're making me look small. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. If you want to go check out a movie at the theater this weekend, you got the new animated Ninja Turtles movie coming out. Also, Jim, I know this is a, a big movie in your world. You're going to like this. It's now a franchise. This could be the next Fast and Furious franchise for you and your wife. Okay. All right. Jonas, we've got company. That's the biggest night I've ever seen. <laughs> biggest Meg anyone's ever seen. That's the apex predator. Ah! The Meg 2. Interesting. Okay, I did see the original one. Yeah. It wasn't great. But you enjoyed it. Uh, like as a bad, like I don't know if I would say it. I could not recommend it to anybody to watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> My Will wa- you go see The Meg 2? My wife wants to see it. She likes every movie. It's the most crazy thing I've ever seen. Like, I, she rarely does not like a movie, honestly. Like, 1% of the movies she sees, she doesn't like. So she likes Jason Statham. She likes... Giant Sharks. She liked The Meg. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I've never seen a movie designed more for the Chinese box office, too. It's like, it made so much money in China. Like, And that's mostly why it's coming back. But it's like... Technically an American movie, but like totally for the foreign markets, which I think is interesting too, because it was kind of it was kind of fun to see, like a little bit of different culture, and like when they go on the beach, it's like a Chinese beach where the where the big shark or whale or whatever is coming. But um, 
I don't know what will happen in this one. We'll see. I think the giant shark's going to eat lots of people. I, I haven't seen well, the ha- like, I haven't seen the Meg one. They have to take it up a notch. I would assume the plot of the Meg one is there was a giant shark and they kill it, and now there's an even bigger shark. Well, close. The first movie, there was a giant shark or whale or whatever, and they kill it, and then you're like, okay, this movie's done. But no, there's an even bigger one. In oh, the so first, there was already two. There's two in the first movie. So now it's an even bigger shark than the even bigger shark yeah. from the first movie in the Meg 2. Mm-hmm. I'm caught up now. I think I can go see it. <laughs> this is what I'm in it for. Let's, this but scene, it has to be even crazier. This scene is just so predictable and stereotypical in these types of movies, but I'm all in for it. So this is a social media influencer who is in this like shark viewing station underwater, okay? She's uh, taking pictures with her, her camera, doing the selfie thing. We can relax. This place, Meg-proof. Well, Jonas was Uh-oh. always afraid of this, but I was also thinking... You yes. never... She gone! You jinxed yourself. I also saw in the... Pre- hey, all my followers, this place is Meg-proof. What no Meg's getting through wrong? here. I also saw in the trailer that, I think I'm remembering this correctly, that this Meg is the biggest animal on the planet. Bigger than the blue whale. It's like five times big, whatever. It's massive. Uh-huh. Jason Statham goes at it head-to-head with just a jet ski and a katana. If I'm, yeah. I, I think it's a katana, but yeah. he's got like one weapon in one hand. He's on the jet ski. It's been a while since I've seen a good sea do action scene. I, uh, I'll go see this if you that want to check like it out. That would be like me trying to fight this building we're in right now. <laughs> like there is no way. <laughs> he's got to hit it in the right spot, Jim. You got a jet ski right into that blowhole. <laughs> Start stirring the pot. You keep saying whale. Is it not a shark? Sharks don't have blowholes. I don't know what it is. It's a giant sea creature. I don't know technically well, it's if it's got, a shark or a whale. It's got teeth, right? Like a shark. Teeth? Yeah, but like sharp shark teeth. It looks like a shark. It is a Meg. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to watch the first yeah. one now before I see it's the Meg It's a Megalodon too. is what it is. So it's whatever a Megalodon that... shark. I don't know. Megalodon. Okay, yes, it is a shark. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who's seen the first movie. It's a big fish thing. <laughs> Meg 2 in theaters. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Taz and Jim, and we're just warning you that if you see a watermelon start frothing, you probably shouldn't eat it. If there's foam kind of seeping out one end of the melon, it means that it, one, could be full of salmonella E. coli. Two, it also means the watermelon may spontaneously explode. (laughs) It's been so hot this summer that watermelons have been fermenting and exploding out of nowhere. Now, we, we during the conversation we just had, we were talking about that old uh, trick where you fill a watermelon with vodka. Neither Jim or I have done it, but I think we're going to have to give it a try because we're getting a lot of calls here, a lot of text messages, strong recommendations saying vodka watermelon is amazing. <laughs> is that the reason you're calling? Uh, the whole vodka and the watermelon. Yeah. Yeah, my dad did that at his aunt at my aunt's wedding. Okay. And they were so hammered that the seeds were going down his chin; they couldn't even spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets the job done, maybe too well. He <laughs> used a uh, syringe to inject it in it. He used a syringe. Brilliant. Yeah. Because we got a call from uh, from another listener saying that he, he cut a loony-sized hole 
in the watermelon and then just uh, dumped her in there. That works too, but yeah, syringe then, precise. Yeah, with the sneaky loony size hole, everyone's asking questions as to why you've cut a loony size hole in your watermelon. You better have an answer quick. <laughs> uh, so let the so all like. No, we don't believe you. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) This one sounds next level. Taz and Jim, I've done a jello watermelon with vodka. It's excellent. You cut a watermelon in half, scoop out all the watermelon, then add jello and vodka to the shell. You place it in the fridge overnight. The next day, you can slice it just like a normal watermelon and serve. Okay, so the, I was going to say, what's the point of even using the watermelon? But I guess so you can slice it. Yeah. Yeah, you make it look like a water. You maybe use watermelon jello. Flavored jello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then hopefully you're going to eat all the watermelon you scooped up. You can just serve that on the side. Yeah, maybe. so you're recycling, kind of. Kind of. It's time for sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. And the NFL is back. Preseason football returned last night, Dev. It was the Hall of Fame game, the Cleveland Browns against the New York Jets. The uh, Browns went down big, 13-0 early, came back to win, 21-16. Way to go, dog pound. Everyone listening in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, it was a great night for the Browns. Now, for everyone looking at this, saying it's the start of the Aaron Rodgers era in New York, he didn't play. So, he was there, but he didn't play. Still... How much do they care about winning and losing in the preseason? Zero. Like, I would care. Like, I, you can't read Not anything. Not for pride? You're just trying to get warm. You're trying to get ready. You're trying yeah. to get going. They're so, protecting their starters, obviously. They don't want someone to go down in, in the preseason and not have them when it counts. You want the guys that are new to get into the system, want the rookies to get into the swing of things, like Deshaun Watson did not play either for the uh, Cleveland Browns. I would not expect to see like the big guys for any of these teams play until a little bit later on. Now, the preseason is shorter than it used to be, so it's a bit more compact, but even still, I think the team Teams are really going to be really careful in the preseason to make sure that their stars are ready for the start of the season and not injured week three in a meaningless game in the preseason. Look forward to seeing how Chase and Sidney Brown do with the Bengals and the Eagles in the preseason. A couple of guys from London, Ontario who got drafted. It's going to be fun to follow their careers. The Bengals and the Eagles, two of the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. It's 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 a lot of the teams you would expect. It's the Chiefs, it's the Eagles, it's the Bills, it's the Bengals as the top four right now. I like the, favorite. the Bills are expected to oh, be in that conversation now they, for the last couple of years. They still are. I mean, yeah. it's they didn't do a whole lot in the offseason, to be honest. But, I mean, a, a lot of the teams stay the same aside from... You know, uh, the the draft, like the Chicago Bears made a lot of moves in the offseason, but they aren't really figuring into uh, the preseason hype right now. It's the teams you would expect to be at the top. Well, there's one team you wouldn't expect, and that's the Detroit Lions, who experts are saying could go all the way. And because of that, their fans have responded by selling out season tickets for the first time in a while. Yeah, nice. so the Ford Field has been around for 21 years, and for the first time in the 21-year history of Ford Field, season tickets for Detroit Lions games sold out. So there's a wait list to get on the season ticket list for the Detroit Lions. The Lions also are, you know, they're in the next tier of favorites for the Super Bowl. So it's not 
out of the question here that the Detroit Lions could be having a very good season where they finally win a playoff game for the first time in forever. Well, we got a game last night. No more games this weekend, but then things really get going in the NFL preseason next week. That's right. So this was uh, the Hall of Fame games with special. So there's a week break. Then you've got games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be a lot of football coming real fast. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We got a warning here. It's been pretty hot. Not just around these parts, but North America, the rest of the world. It's been a hot couple months. Mm -hmm. And this is a new concern. Exploding watermelons. (laughs) You've been warned. Watch out for exploding watermelons. It's been so hot that spontaneously melons are just bursting. Huh? But there is a warning sign you can watch for. What's going on is extreme heat can cause the fruit inside the melon to start fermenting. Mm. And if that happens, you're going to see a foam bubbling out of the watermelon, usually around like the uh, the butthole of... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I've what I'm talking about. You, the place where the stem comes in, like where it's pulled off the stem or whatever yes. you want to call it. Yes, or the butthole. The watermelon. The the watermelon. Uh, sure, sure. Rectum. Yeah, the melon colon. <laughs> you see, you see it get a little frothy. You know, you could be in trouble. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Watermelon yeah. explodes, and it could be deadly. They're saying, not because. You're gonna get killed by uh, shrapnel, watermelon shrapnel, or the seeds, or the seeds like a yeah totally machine gun. Pop, 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 pop. Uh, it's because if you eat fermented watermelon, you're putting yourself at risk for toxic pathogens like botulism, E. coli, and salmonella. So if you eat the watermelon that is foaming. You could make yourself sick. Interesting. So fermented watermelon bad, but filling a watermelon with vodka good. <laughs> That's, that is a movie. Have you ever been to a party where somebody's done that? No, but I've seen it in movies and yeah. I've always wanted to try it. Yeah, I haven't done it either, but it sounds awesome. Like I've, <laughs> I've done the thing where you've, you sew gummies into it. We did that in college. What you, do you do? You put like gummy, a whole batch of gummy bears into... And these are well, regular gummy bears, not no, marijuana. Not, no, this was before that. Um, and you put them in overnight and then put them in the fridge or something like that. And then you In chew. the watermelon? Sorry. No, in the watermelon, you actually just pour a bottle of vodka. So I've never done that. But I have done putting all the gummies into a tray, like a like a baking tray of vodka. You put the gummies in there overnight. Oh, so sorry, I said okay. I haven't done the watermelon yes. thing, but I have done the gummy See, I thought you vodka. were stuffing a watermelon with gummies. Now we're talking here, folks. <laughs> that's next level. Yeah, well, that sounds almost like jello shots. I guess it kind of is, yeah. yeah. I've had jello shots portable. before. <laughs> if you've ever done the watermelon vodka thing, let us know if it actually works and it's worth your while. Yeah. That's that's uh, fun, but unless it's a frothing watermelon, yeah, yeah. then do not consume it and get ready to hit the deck because that thing may be about to explode. Don't smoke near it. <laughs> the reason I, I wanted to get this information out there is because we know Gallagher, the comedian who used to smash the watermelons, yeah. died not long ago. 
I don't want people to think their house is being haunted by the ghost of Gallagher. Yeah, they come home and there's <laughs> watermelon everywhere. <laughs> what the?